0: Hello, oh, welcome to Facebook Live from the Travelers Championship. After the final day when Bubba Watson won his third title, I'm Joe Morelli alongside esteemed tournament director for the Travelers Championship, Nathan Groove, and our esteemed columnist Jeff Jacobs. And we had a wild day here on Sunday. Nathan, uh you've been there since year 14 for you. Give us an assessment of what you think with Bubba Watson winning his third title.
1: Tell you what, the, Bubba loves this golf course. I mean, he yeah. talks about it, and there's I mean, there's some tracks. I remember in 2010 when he won uh, for the first time, and he was in the playoff with Pavin, and I thought, okay, this golf course, like it, it there's no specific type of course or type of player for this. I mean, Bubba at the time was the longest hitter, and Corey was the shortest hitter. And so many different types of people like this course, but Bubba, for some reason, I mean, he he has said this before. Every time I tee it up here, right. I feel like I can win. And you know, I've gotten to know Bubba fairly well since 2010, when uh, when he won the first time. And it's 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 one that's very cool to see. I mean, I don't root for one guy over another guy. Right. I mean, I, I've I've gotten to know a lot of the guys very well, and but uh, I just know how much he loves this course. I know the connection he has to it, all the personal side of it. And it was uh, it was cool to see him win back on Wednesday. Jeff Jacobs picked Paul
0: Casey to win the tournament. Hmm. He had a four-stroke lead going in. He wasn't able to hold on. Uh, lost to Bubba Watson, obviously. We lost him in the playoff in 2015. Jeff, he almost had it, but it was a pretty incredible comeback. Yeah. Too yeah.
2: By it, by Nathan by. had a point that I, I was thinking about. Uh, no one was more elegant talking about the democratic nature of this course than Paul Casey, yeah. hmm. about how the long guys can win and the short guys can win. And also, this course can... Uh, it can get you at times, especially on Sunday. You know, there's, there's birdies to be had, but it can, it can come up and bite you at, at times. came up and bit him on Sunday, and uh, I, I tell you, I ended up concluding Travel's Championship is Bubba Watson and Bubba Watson Watson's Travel's Championship. <laughs> you know, I, I hadn't thought it all the way through. I, I, I went too much with golf and thought about it and not about, enough about how Bubba is... It's it's a whole family. It's a family for him now. He it's uh, the Southerner and uh, and Angie's wife who played uh, college basketball against UConn. It's right. it's it's their story has become interwoven with K- Connecticut sports as time goes on here. From the point where it was so emotional talking about his dad yep. in 2010 to having one kid beating Casey in a playoff to having two kids. Uh, and beating Casey on a day like this. So it's, his story has become so interwoven with this tournament and with
0: Connecticut sports. And obviously, four-way tie for a second with Paul Casey, Bo Hostler, Stuart Sink, and I have to look. J.B. Holmes, I forgot for a second. But obviously, Stuart Sink... His first tournament, I was not here. You weren't here, but you were here, I'm sure, in '97 when he won his first one. Back when it was the Greater Hartford Open, and he would have been the first man to win it in three different decades. And he came close today. This is probably his best finish, since, uh, beating Tom Watson in the 2009 Open at Turnberry. Um, do you remember? Talk. Do you remember '97? <laughs> I, I I just think he this course.
2: In, in him are meant for each other, and I was just joking with Nathan back when I worked at the Harper Current. Uh, I think I picked Stewart to win like ten years in a row. That's me. Yeah, Bruce. I I couldn't even when his play had deteriorated a little right. bit here and there. I still insisted on picking him. <laughs> the entire decades went by with, before I stopped picking
0: him, <laughs> and there he was today. Yeah, I mean he's one of the good, good guys, at True. I know you've gotten to know him, and uh, again, he won the year two thousand eight. One when yeah. se- uh, Travis second. Has out yeah. sponsorship, and obviously he's one of the nicer guys, and he's been through a lot. And obviously his game is getting better.
1: we we'll have fourth in St. Jude's, and tied for second today. He is. You can tell. I mean, he he has. It's funny. I go way back. I remember watching Stewart hit balls. Um, when, uh, this was like in the mid-90s when he was just really getting going. I don't know if he'd gotten out of – he just got out of Georgia Tech, I think. But um, he uh, was – he's such a gracious man. But He was hitting balls uh, next to me. We were doing some stuff at the golf course I was working at, actually, and this guy came up just – he knew who Stuart was and he wanted to be his caddy. And so he was like, hey, Stuart, I, can I be your caddy? And it was a very awkward interaction, and Stuart handled it so well. Like, hey, thanks for asking, buddy. Sorry, I already have a caddy. I'm good, you know. But really, th- like, it was such a, a gracious interaction with somebody who was obviously trying to, you know, be extremely. Uh, aggressive with him when he was trying to practice but I mean he's he's just a good good guy and his I mean his family and to your point what he's gone through when I saw him make the turn I was like are we on 59 watch again you know like I was giving yeah, right, flashbacks right, right. to Furick, you right, know right. And like when, when I got that call that year but um, he he would have been a great champion as well but it is it's very good to see him playing well again um, the bigger guns Jordan Spieth
0: Roy McElroy, Jason Day all of the struggle today a lot of them committed to come back at some point, if not next year. They said that they'll be back. Obviously, a lot of them come two, three years in a row, Nathan. It says a lot, to, speaks a lot to the tournament that these guys are all coming back two years in a row and possibly three years or however down the road that they're going to come back because of what Travis has done to make their lives easier and make a special event for them.
1: You know what? we All we try to do is to have relationships with the players like we don't recruit we, we dropped that term recruiting and things like that years ago because it's just I mean it, you and I if you were coming over to my house and I mean well, I would, would over uh, I <laughs> would I would want to be right work, there. If I invite you guys over for dinner right I mean Go I on. would I would make an effort to prepare things to take care like I've invited you in like I'm going to be a good a good host a good uh, you know you're a guest in my home that's exactly how we look at this tournament. When we're talking to the players and their families, like we're inviting them, like we're going to take care of them, we're going to prepare things, like we're just being nice. I mean, really, recruiting is—it's uh, not a crazy formula. It is just think about the other person what would they like? How could you possibly make their life easier? Do you have any food allergies, you know? Do you, do you have any, do you need a babysitter? Like, Do you, I mean, you just, you think about the other people and when that happens, the players recognize it, they're aware of it. Um, it feels like home when they come here from the standpoint of, uh, wow, like, Travelers is anticipating what I might need and they're taking care of me and it just makes it easy to come here and that's what we have, tra- we've tried to build that culture and it's, and it's worked out and, by the way, If you don't have a good golf course, I don't care how nice you are, (laughs) guys. But, I mean, it starts with that. I mean, you have to have a good golf course that rewards you for good shots, punishes you for bad shots. It has teeth. But if you are playing well, you can make birdies. And if you're not playing well and you're a little loose out there, it's going to make you pay. And that's why this golf course is so good and how it's constructed. The fact that you can build it for fans and when they designed this and when the, when the tour, PGA Tour, had this piece of property and, and made it that stadium-type feel, guys don't get that every week. They don't get that type of energy. It is it's o- awesome.
0: And only one guy finished 17, and the rest of the field 14 and under. Everybody thinks they're going to run away at the tournament. No. Jake, we, I, you remember more as much as me the old driving range and where the fan zone is now, mm-hmm. and people saying, look, we have to have a I remember him saying oh, yeah. they have a world-class drive to people to come, and 10 years later, they're still one of the best True around. Two things struck me about this date and about this course. And one is I had this conversation
2: with Nathan a while ago. I go, you know I think you can get Euros on the way back, mm. uh, you know, from, right. e- from wherever the United yeah. States back. that thing, yeah. you know. So I'm thinking that way right. when, you know, the date. But you look at this and the success of the real success, it, obviously the Americans have done so well in recent years and all team events, individual events, on top of the and this tournament has gotten the Americans and young Americans, which has impressed me because coming off the US Open, as you know, they come up, they, come, they return, and it's like uh, I don't want to co- ba- compare it to battle, but let me just use a sports battle metaphor. They come back in various sorts of disarray their games and their yeah, mindset, right. and you don't you don't always know you're going to get them. But I, I and I, I thought, well, you can still clip some of the Euros going back, you know, mm. going west east, and, and 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 they've gotten the Americans. The other thing is is that I've covered a lot of sports in forty years, and no sportsmen are more nuanced and practice driven individually than golfers and have a terrific practice area You know, it's, you know, Nathan says sometimes it sounds like you know you're you're, you're as a tournament director you're sure, building your tournament, but like you go out there and watch them and and how how they are it, it's huge to them it mm-hmm. it is huge to them and and I, I'm always amazed by it to see them out there guys who I just like seen at Shinnecock two days earlier yeah. they're pounding balls like uh, like it was there's there was no tomorrow and th- and that is is obviously really been a big part and and uh, maybe guys restructuring well restructuring is a hard word but trying to get themselves Back together yeah.
1: after U.S. Open, you're playing a different game at the Open. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean they, they, they prepare differently. They hit shots that are different. It's. I mean I I can't imagine how you get geared up for that major and then in a sense change your gear to your point. And it's uh, that's one thing we've heard the guys say is like they they. They they try to do something different at the time. It's a different type of test, right? They don't they're not they don't play like that every week. And so to have them change their style, I don't want to say back, but to a you know more conventional style play, where okay, here's what what I'm used to seeing on a golf course. Uh, they come back here.
2: They love to hit a shot and a good shot and be rewarded for the good mm-hmm. shot. They'll say that a million times. And they'll I'll say think. and they'll <laughs> say punish me for a bad shot. Yeah. Just
1: don't punish
0: me for a good shot. Yeah. You know. And next year there's a lot of moving parts on the schedule people not sure where they're going to be what town they're going to be in if they're gonna be on the FedEx Cup schedule Uh, PGA has not released the schedule we know the Traveler Championship will be the week after the Open at Pebble Beach next year Um, it's nice having that security I'm Mm -hmm. sure on the schedule if you want to talk about that knowing that and a couple of things that you guys introduced this year and maybe talk about what's coming in
1: the future House, so on. Sure. Uh, I, I think having Joe, you and I have talked about this that w- when you go out and talk to players, and when a player asks you, actually, it's funny, it was Stuart Sink who asked me this in Memorial in like 05. Do you remember the year? Oh, I do, I do, because it was, uh, it was, it stopped me in my tracks. And that when, was back when we were at the Buick, was it? it was the, Buick, yeah. it was the back of this because that was probably yeah. your first year. It was, it was 05. And he said to me, he goes, Now where are we on the calendar again? Right. And I remember that just the I was going, there's no way he's coming. If he doesn't know where we are on the calendar, he's not going to come. And sure (laughs) enough, he didn't. And so, I mean, identifying that date the week after the open, hey, that's our date. You know, that's who we are. We're going to build an identity around that. We're going to look at the strengths, the weaknesses of the date. We're going to do everything we can to eliminate the weaknesses, enhance our strengths, and the guys know where we are. I mean, it is a very important... um, to have consistency on the schedule. And with travelers making the 10-year commitment that they made, within that, we were able to say, we love the week after the Open, and that's the week we want. And uh, we have turned it into I think kind of an identity for us. I mean guys are like, Oh yeah, you're the week after the open you know, whereas before it used to be like, Oh gosh, you're the week after the open, you know, I'm so sorry and they'd almost want to give you a hug. But <laughs> you have created right. I mean we try to create a culture where no no no, no we can be something right. the right. week after the open and it's not as big of an obstacle as people thought, like, guys we'll play if it's a good event, good golf course, and if, if, if they want to come play they, they won't play. Climate control uh oh, oh. how much was that hit
0: and, and again the the clubhouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry,
1: you asked me three questions. I only one. That's got to okay. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> you, you're more than like welcome. To uh, uh, that yeah, <laughs> I know. So, uh, the clubhouse. So, um, it's it's been a while. We've talked about this for a few years right. now. Um, but we're uh, tearing down the old clubhouse and building a new one in the same footprint. So, it's going to take a year. They're actually starting in a few days. Um, it's going to go from 15,000 square feet to 40,000 square feet. and. We're going to be able to do a ton of different things out there, um, different experiences for the fans. Like, I mean, we're we're still brainstorming on a whole bunch of ideas. We're really excited about what that's going to do, that what the fans are going to be able to see and experience that's new because of that. Um, the uh, what did you say? Oh, the, the amenities this year. So we, you know, we talk to everybody after the end of every year. We survey all of our fans, media, sponsors, anybody who'll listen. What kind of,
0: before? I mean, how many fans? Approximate number of feedback do you get from fans? Like thousands hundreds uh, two
1: we had two fans event stuff but we did the i'm just not no, but I'm no just we curious um, how much you, hundreds probably like, like three, four. sponsors
0: like people yeah. who just buy regular grounds tickets oh or? yeah we
1: send surveys out to, to grounds tickets okay. to sponsors who buy corporate right. suites to volunteers okay. to um, you know the kind of the mid tier hospitality purchasers right. so we send it out to everybody because we want to know and, and it's i mean being able to consolidate that feedback and look at it and go okay wow 400 times people mentioned this two times people mentioned this. We're obviously going to focus on the one that keeps showing up. And um, So, I mean, all the, the changes you saw this year were based on fan feedback. Okay, we're going to add more shuttles in the parking lot so people can get... You know, brought in quicker. We're going to add more lanes to the front entrance so that people can get on property quicker. We're going to add, change how we do concessions. We're going to add cooling benches all over the golf course because they were a big hit and people said, let's do more of those. And we added free Wi-Fi everywhere. We did in the fan zone. Sorry, it was not all over the course. It's too hilly. Um, I found out. I thought let's do all over the course, and then our our tech people said that's not how Wi-Fi works. So (laughs) it's uh, you know, it's free in the fan zone. And, uh, and then we had all these free venues on Property Good. four venues this year where spectators could feel like, I would say, VIPs. Your general admission ticket got you into a climate-controlled venue where you could take a break, get some shade, get some air conditioning, and then go back out and watch the players. So we honestly, we joked about it internally. said, we want it to be like Disneyland, where you buy a ticket, and you go in the park, and you get all these rides for free. And that's what we want, I mean, for kids. I mean, the rock wall, the miniature golf course, the face painting, the jewelry making, the all that stuff. It's all free. You know, all those interactive things that are going on in the fan zone. And then for the general mission ticket holder, all those venues are free. Like, that's what we want it to be. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff, as uh, you said,
0: you've been doing this for a number of years. This year, 16, for me, uh, again, I feel bad for Paul Casey, not because you picked him, but because... <laughs> you just feel bad because he took it like a man and said hey I got beat I didn't play well and obviously Bubba's a very popular champion around these parts you know, the rest of the country just your, your overall thoughts on the way Sunday broke down and the way the tournament uh, ended up working up
2: you know what's funny is Bubba is he's the box of chocolates you know, I mean, he really is. I mean, yeah. he's he's a happy guy, and he can be an unhappy guy when things are going wrong. He's right. an emotional guy. wears out on he likes to say, "I'm the first guy to apologize," but uh, I just keep on going back to 2013, and he and, and Bubba brought it up today. Yes, like, <laughs> that's correct. I, it, was, it was.
0: I remember that <laughs> to
2: to take a very stressful thing and then re, reintroduce it a number of years later, and and uh, for people who don't remember. Uh, is uh, is caddy Ted's, Ted Scott uh, uh, convinced him to use a nine iron uh, instead one. of an eight iron, and he plunked it in the water and triple bogeyed and it was bye bye and Bubba was like, let's see, well, I'll put this play. He he dis- he voiced his displeasure with his with his caddy and on national, and, television, uh, national television, television, unfortunately for yeah, him, and yeah, and it got a lot of people talking. Right. Well, they, and, and so they got there today and. Ted says something about the eight iron, and Bubba goes, "No, I think I hit that nine iron lower this time." <laughs> and he goes, "No nine iron." <laughs> so Bubba took the eight iron out, nailed it, and and they had a good laugh, and it kept them in the moment and, and to bring it back. And that's that's what I'm saying. And it, it just taught me, like, it, it showed me a lot about Bubba, but just a lot about the pressures that these guys go through, and you know how and how you can reemerge on the other end as a champion. And uh, you know, Paul, he's been a, you know. I did not talk to him today, but I remember talking to him in 2015, and his wife had had uh, uh, dyed her hair every color of the rainbow on the mm-hmm. side of it. That's all I, I remember. And they were really gracious talking outside the uh, clubhouse. He's do this, this. I'm going to go out on the limb here uh, Nathan, and say this tournament. Uh, they they owe Paul. A, yeah, a, a, a victory somewhere along the line <laughs> I would agree, there's a handful
1: of guys I think that are going to end up in a playoff together like Berger Charlie Hoffman <laughs> yeah. and uh, Paul Casey, like, I, I think all those guys will win our tournament <laughs> at some point, I really do
0: well I can tell you he was really gracious today and I think he's going to learn from this, I think it hurts it's, it's going to carry him for a little while but I think he learns from this yeah, so yeah. <laughs> for Jeff Jacobs Nathan Group, thank you for coming on with us I'm Joe Morelli live from the Travel Championship, good night see you next year